0: What is up, party people? You know who it is. It's me, Anne. <laughs> um, today is literally Saturday. It's one fifteen a.m. And uh, it's Sunday tomorrow, if you don't know the days of the week. <laughs> and I'm supposed to have this podcast ready. Um, I was actually kind of contemplating whether or not I should upload anything this week because just kind of been a little bit busy um with my running and slash walking little challenge that I've been doing the past week but I'm like you know what if I skip out on this week I'm definitely going to just n- not make a podcast for a million years so I'm just trying to stay positive and stay on track with this promise I made myself this whole week like the past few days um I feel like a lot of people have been up and down in emotions um in regards to the black lives matter movements and protests and the incidents that you know have been happening here and there um so i feel like right now a lot of people are going through like a roller coaster of emotions and that's gonna affect a big part of people's mental health so if you know anybody um just even just check up on your friends you know just you know hit them up like what's up how's life is everything okay like even just this this quick little message is gonna change someone's day trust me this week's topic is um essentially just talking about me again um but more in depth and more about I guess things that a lot of people even like my close friends and maybe even some family don't even know about me because I'm just honestly I'm still learning about myself and Um, The past few years, I've kind of opened a lot of doors for myself to realize that um, I do feel certain ways. um, Like, you know, I may be very, very sad some days, maybe very, very happy some days. Um, So I've been realizing that a lot more often now. And I just kind of want to share it with people. I haven't really opened up about this, so... For those who are listening, who are new, um, you probably want to go to the first episode, but if you just want to skip right through to third, that's fine with me. You can just get to know more about me here. Um, like I mentioned in the intro podcast, I mean, not podcast episode, actually, um, I'm a very, I would say I'm a bottled person. Um, that's just my personality. If. I have feelings, whether it be good or bad, mostly negative feelings, because who really bottles a positive, but mostly when I'm feeling upset, I'm feeling sad or whatever, um, I kind of just bottle them all up into, like, a small little Coke can, and then one day, um, I'll just explode. Um, I've never really exploded on other people. Um, I mean, the only way I've ever exploded was more like I do a full-on cry, but usually I just explode by myself and I, you know, do it in the comfort of my own home, maybe in the shower or under the covers. Actually, no. Um, but I'd like, you know, have some sad ass music in the background to kind of make the atmosphere a little bit more sadder. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of what I do and it's very, very fucking toxic. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I feel like that's just been something that I've been doing to kind of cope my feelings whether it be good or bad and like I feel like a lot of people can relate to this because I feel like this whole bottling up your emotions thing is a very frequent way for people to cope um so for those who cope like me you know how it, it feels and um at first like when you're just fresh out the bottle it's fresh nothing's in it and you just kind of start slowly piling up until the very top of the can. It just, it, it like fucking sucks, but um, it is what it is. You kind of like get used to it. I have so many friends where they'd be like, oh my God, Anne, um, you're so like happy all the time. Like, how the fuck are you always so happy? And honestly, when they ask me, I'm like, girl, you don't know what goes down at night you know, when I lay in my bed and I play some Louis Capaldi music in the background. Um, I mean, it doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's some sad ass vibes, but I mean, low key, I'm not always happy. Um, it's just the way that I present myself to other people and the way I carry myself in public. It's just, I'm just a happy motherfucking soul. What can I say? Um, and obviously like the environments that I'm in, it's just kind of carries out a good vibe and, it doesn't bring negative energy to me. So I feel like that's kind of one way for me to continue on being in good spirits. But when I get home, it's just like I'm home alone and you don't have that good spirit. It's just like an empty house. So I feel like that's kind of why I um, empty my emotions at night (laughs) because it's just an easier place to do it rather than um, crying in front of a bunch of people for someone who doesn't like to express your feelings crying is just a no for me Um, I cry but I definitely don't cry in front of people Um, even at movies if the movie is the saddest thing in the world um, I might drop a few tears but I wouldn't like full on ball out which I feel like it's not because I don't want to it's just I've never been used to doing that and I don't think I'd ever want to kind of show that vulnerable side of me um but I feel like that's kind of really negative very toxic so I feel like maybe I will um kind of ease my way into being more emotional but also being a bad bitch I am there are um some friends that have been able to kind of get the emotions out of me because for those who know and who, for those who have um, resting bitch faces, you would know exactly what I'm talking about in this case. Um, people always assume that when you're not smiling and you have a RBF, that you're in a bad mood. And I'm just like, oh my God, like, please just leave me the fuck alone. I'm fine. The fucking cheek muscles and my lip muscles, everything in my face is just tired. I don't want to smile 24 7. That's a fucking chore sometimes especially when you work in retail it's just you can't smile all the time but just an FYI if I'm not smiling I'm just literally just trying to live and breathe and my face is just a RBF you know I didn't choose this face it just happens to be what I was given and I'm very appreciative but just know that I'm not angry if I'm not smiling I'm just kind of relaxing my face muscles so many people can kind of relate to that and I love it because I can kind of like share my fun little stories about RBFs with them and it's great but it kind of gets annoying at times when people just kind of keep poking at you like in the beginning you'd be like oh are you okay is something bothering you and at first you'd be like no I'm okay I'm fine all is good life is great but then they like you know five seconds later they'd be like are you sure And I'd be like, if you fucking ask me one more time, I will be pissed and I will be upset. And it wouldn't be because of what you thought it was. It would be because you keep on asking me. So literally, don't worry. I'm not upset. And if I was upset, I'd let you know. But lately, I've just kind of been in my feels just with all the shit that's been going on. 2020 has definitely been one of the biggest shit shows of my life, not even just my life, just the entire world. Um, And I just feel like nothing has been going well in 2020, and I just can't wait until something does, and God knows when that will be. It might even be in 2021, it might be in another decade, God knows. Let's just pray for the best. I've, you know, I've definitely had high points in my life, and I've had low points, because we're all human, um, I'm still a person, and I feel like I definitely have more highs than I do low, I'm very grateful for that, and, you know, there are still people out there that aren't as fortunate, or are able to have more highs than those. um, I feel like when I do go through my lows, it's like, like, low, 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 like, drop it down, low type of vibes, um. But it was really a few years back when I realized that I, I've been at my low points. And one of the biggest events was a few years ago when I was freaking fat, like chubby hubby, like the drink. um, at that time, like, I thought life was great, I was, you know, living my life, going out, eating good-ass food, and that was just kind of a thing that I did every fucking day for about, like, five months, and I gained, let me say, like, 15 kilograms, I don't know what that is in pounds, so do your own conversion, but I gained so much weight, um, that I essentially just, was unhappy with myself I'd look my I like I'd look in the mirror and I'd be like this is fucking horrendous like I cannot believe I got myself to this point um because like back in the day I used to do sports a lot I loved sports I was very active um but then I suddenly just fell off that active lifestyle and ended up being 15 kilograms heavier than I have ever been um, that's been the heaviest I ever will be um, and th- at that time I, I really kind of struggled with self-confidence um, self-esteem all that good stuff and the weight definitely um, took a toll on me and I was just mentally and physically unhappy with myself and like every time I look in the mirror I'd be like oh god like just like get this shit off of me ASAP Rocky um I never told anybody about anybody about this but um there's gonna be a lot of ums in this podcast sorry it's just I'm just kind of recalling all my memories but I know just being an Asian and your family just having to want you to be skinny but like healthy skinny obviously like obviously they're not saying you're fat because They think you're, like, the ugliest thing in the world. They just want you to be happy and healthy. And um, I just know my parents were always pushing me to lose weight. And I, at that time, I was definitely hurt. I was like, why can't you just love me for the way I am? But now looking back, um, I couldn't have been more thankful for them for pushing me the way they did. Because if they didn't, I don't think I'd be a happy little soul right now, (laughs) but yeah, so during that time, I was definitely at one of my lowest points in my life, um, I think I was, like, 75, 76 kilograms, I really don't know what that is in pounds, I'm sorry, um, but I was just fucking heavy, and I just wasn't happy with myself, I, like, I'd go out, and I'd be, like, oh my god, people are fucking looking at me, and I look like this, freak show. And just my confidence was so downhill that I just was kind of scared to go out and kind of scared to want to see people or even date anyone. So then, you know, obviously New Year knew me. Um, I started to work out. I worked my fucking ass off. And just looking back at that process, I've never been so proud of myself because I just feel like, I didn't give up and I'm I'm usually a (laughs) giver-upper, but it's just because I just wanted to feel happy again. I just wanted to go back to being happy me. And obviously for people who see me every day, they don't notice the gain in weight and you also don't notice much of the weight loss. But when I look at pictures and I'm like, oh my God, I didn't have a double chin. I had freaking octopus mom on my neck and it just... It just fucking blew me away. And I just didn't like looking at myself in the mirror. Um, and people would always, you know, want to take pictures when you're at gatherings. And it'd be like... I don't have a cute, you know, bo- like, side of the body where I look sexy as fuck. So, like, I, would, I wouldn't I would want to take any pictures. And that's when I knew I had to fucking do something. So, I, I went to the gym. I worked my ass off. I'd eat real healthy. And a couple months after, um, I was able to go to a weight that I was happy with. And that was, I think, 59, 60 kilograms. And I've never been prouder. Um, But during that time, I definitely um, dealt with a lot of self-confidence, body image issues um, that I don't think anybody really knew about until now. So for those listening, you know, was good? But yeah, I definitely was struggling with that. I mean, till this day, I don't think I'm the hottest bitch alive. Um, I still have self-confidence issues. I still have self-esteem issues, but I don't kind of, it's not a big problem to me. It's not, it doesn't really affect me as much as it did before. So I'm very happy that I kind of dug myself out of that hole. That was one of the lower points in my life. Like I remember, I'd always um, talk to my mom on the phone, and I don't know why, but when you talk to your mom on the phone, um, things just kind of get serious, and it gets very emotional. Cause she'd always encourage me. She'd say the nicest fucking things, and it's just I would listen, and I'd be bawling my eyes out. Like just thinking about it right now, it makes me kind of like teary eye, but she'd always be like um don't give up keep going like i know you could do this and i'd like put it on mute and i'd like literally cry a little bit and then she'd be like are you listening and then i'd have to take it on mute and she could hear the fucking cracks in my voice but i try thought i was the best actor in the world and i try and hide that shit um but she knew you know every mom knows when you're kind of like dealing with shit and she knew i wasn't happy and she check up on me a lot so i fucking love you mom it does sound like i'm crying but i'm not so don't worry just <laughs> really freaking hot in this closet but anyways um but yeah my mom would always check up on me and just make sure that i'm like also you know working out and shit obviously but also to make sure that i was okay because <laughs> like my mom is a very she cares about you but the way she's like uh I don't even know how to explain this, but the way she shows her love is very, like, hard and aggressive. Um, So if you don't have that kind of strong personality, you'd kind of take those encouragements and turn them into negative comments. But it, it was... It was a good way of kind of pushing me because I fucking hated hearing the things that she said to me, but it just kind of made me, um, want to push harder so that she kind of just stopped saying the things she did. And I'm glad that that's the kind of way she, you know, pushes you. So it's great. Um, but yeah, I just remember I'd always cry when she'd tell me these things and it's not like I was crying because... You know, I I was mad at what she was saying. I was just crying because I was mad that I got myself into this kind of situation, you know. Um, but, yeah, that was one of my lowest points. And I always think back to it. And I'm like, wow, I fucking overcame that. And I'm a badass bitch for doing that. And if I can, you know, get over that, I feel like a lot of people could still... You know, there's like a, always a pot of gold on the other side of the rainbow, so just keep on motherfucking trying guys so that entire year of me feeling feeling ugly feeling fat all that um I definitely oh god my legs are numb but I definitely was not concentrating on dating um that was not my priority so I didn't talk to anybody um but it wasn't until after where I I kind of gained a little bit of confidence in myself that I like stepped back into the dating scene um So, the guys that went on dates with me after saw the best version of me. I'm not saying that I didn't like the way I was before I lost weight, but I'm just saying that I love the way I am now. Um, Aside from that happening, um, after I got to the weight that I liked, um, you know, I, like, went in the dating scene, found this one guy that I mean the people that are close friends with me will know who this person is I'm not going to mention names but this guy uh, out of all the people that I've seen or quote-unquote dated um he was just like one of the guys that I thought were people that I you know (laughs) just kind of ran away from and I'm like till this day I, I hate myself for that um and this was like a year ago (laughs) and I'm still struggling to kind of like get over this person Mm, but you know what I'll deal with it but yeah I feel like that was also a very sad point in my life but it wasn't as sad as the other ones um but it's just I felt like he was the one that got away. And I felt like if I didn't run away from him, I didn't run away from my feelings. I wasn't afraid to be loved. I wasn't afraid to, you know, be committed to somebody. I'd be living my best fucking life right now. But you know what? It is what it is. You can't change what you can't change. Um, Back in September, this is when... Uh, another really fucking low point in my life happened and it was when I got into a car accident it was very random I mean car accidents aren't planned obviously but it's just I'm such a careful driver and like I can't express this enough but you could be the safest driver in the fucking world but there will just be a fucking idiot that will do something stupid to kind of ruin that um and that's kind of what happened um I was just on my way to work you know sweet little land trying to get that money trying to get that good bag um and then I was going straight and somebody t-boned me on the right side of the passenger seat, and. The moment when it happened, eh, like I was fucking shook. I was shaking my boots. But the moment, like, especially when you're alone, you can't freak out. Actually, I was fucking freaking out, but I was freaking out internally. And I was like about to start my shift in 30 minutes. So imagine how freaked out I was trying to find out who can cover my shift. Um, But essentially after I got hit, I was like, what? This, no, like no fucking way like no way that this just happened and I'm like trying to move my car to the side so there's no traffic and the first thing I did was I called work and I feel like the people who picked up when I called definitely heard that I was freaking the fuck out but I had to like Contain myself, <laughs> there's just no time to freak out, there was just no time for me to cry, nothing. I had to get my shit together because it was just me against the fucking world at that point. And I was like, Oh my god, I literally just got hit, I hate my life, and I need someone to come in, um, take my shift. And thankfully, I had amazing co workers that were able to do that. So God bless you. Love you. And yeah, so after I did that, I feel like what's more fucked up is that I was more upset that I wasn't able to go to work than I was that I got hit. But that was just like a five second thought. And yeah, (laughs) after that, um, the lady that hit me called her husband, you know, she was able to like get people that were close to her to come and help her and for me I was like who the fuck am I gonna call like I just I was blanked out I didn't know what to do I was stressed like literally a 22 year old girl just hanging out on the streets figuring out what the fuck to do now I was freaking out but thankfully the tow truck driver was a nice person and I was also so scared that he was scamming me but he's very nice Um, but like the person that hit me she was like calling her husband and like I tried to reach people and people didn't pick up or like they were too far it's just I didn't know who to call and I just feel like thinking back after the accident when I got home and when I thought about it I was like wow I'm fucking that like so sad like super sad I just remember it happening and I text my best friend and I'm like bro I just got hit she's like what the fuck happened and yeah it was just a lot of shit happening all at once and it's, her husband came and shit like the guy literally was trying to blame me for the situation i was like boy your wife is dumb dumb hum hum and she's the one who t-boned me so i don't know who you are trying to blame but to blame it on me um I basically had to deal with everything myself, and it like the thing happened at like three p.m. in the afternoon. Didn't get back home until nine, so that was like five, six, seven, eight. It's like six, seven hours of I don't know what I was doing. Um, so then I went and figured out everything, went to the collision center, all that, and I don't know. I was just fucking getting emotional at the collision center because I was just like, wow, I'm literally doing this myself first time ever doing this and i have to do it myself and like it was just thinking back i just feel like wow i'm so sad um but yeah i got home and when i got home oh i might like start fucking crying but i remember (laughs) i didn't even know what to say to my mom not even my mom like just to my parents i'm not crying i'm just about to cry but i called her (laughs) actually one of my friends came over and she's like what the fuck happened she was someone i called after and hoping she was able to come but she wasn't and it's fine She was busy um but essentially at first right when it happened i took pictures obviously of everything like the wreck the accident and then I, like, messaged my mom, and I was, like, I just got in a car accident, and again, my mom is back home in Taiwan, so it's, like, a 12, 13-hour difference, so she was, like, probably sleeping when I sent that, because it was, like, 3, 4, so I didn't hear back until, like, at night, around 9 when I got home, and I just remember when she called, I knew the moment that she picked up, I would have fucking bawled my eyes out. And that is exactly what I did. Like, I couldn't talk. Like, I like. she knew what was happening. She's been in a car accident before, so she knows exactly what happens. Just, you're full of fucking emotions. And I feel like I was more upset that I was dealing with everything myself. And that, I don't know, I just didn't know who to call at that time. And it was just really fucking upsetting. But, yeah, so she called, and I was, like, crying my eyes out. Didn't know how to, like, tell her. And she's like, as long as you're okay, that's all that matters. And I'm like, oh, my God, God bless you. You're the fucking best. Because I was freaking out. I was like, oh, my God, like, my mom is going to punch me in the eyes. And I'll literally have inverted eyes. But she was very (laughs) understanding. I don't know why that was, like, just what I was scared of, that she was going to yell at me for being reckless. But she was very, very sweet, and uh, I even cried more when she was like, oh, do you want me to, like, fly over? And I'm like, what? (laughs) No, I'll I'll deal with it. But I just know it was a fucking emotional last call. And I think that whole day I was just crying. Uh, The whole night, like, I'd shower and I'd be crying. I'd go to bed. I'd cry for, like, five hours. And then the next day my eyes wouldn't even be on my face because they're so swollen but yeah (laughs) the next day my mom's like are you okay like do you need to go like pray I'm like pray I don't do that but I'll just pray at home um but yeah from from the moment the car accident happened I was just fucking oh mentally at my worst because there was just so much that you had to do you had to do the insurance you had to do the reports you just had to do all this and the whole waiting for um the final i don't know result or the final report of everything from the insurance company was just so um it just got me really antsy and you just didn't know what was gonna happen and you didn't have the closure that you needed and wanted at the time because you just had to wait and wait and wait and i was just fucking so pissed there were so much things that happened that went wrong in that whole situation with the insurance and the towing company like my car was suddenly in the middle of the fucking road of where we like towed it after and then oh my god that's freaky The hanger just fell, but okay. It's like the spirits are talking. Um, but yeah, anyways, my car was in the middle of the road, and then the police called me, and I'm like, What the fuck? Never had a call from the police. The police were like, Um, are you the owner of this car? And obviously the name of the car was under my parents, and I'm like, Um, I'm the daughter, and they're like, Um, we found your car in the middle of the road. Do you know why it's here? And I'm like, What? (laughs) I was like, I was in the middle of a fucking movie, and this happened. And I was like, what? It's supposed to be at this collision center. I don't know why the fuck it's on the middle of the road. And I was just so pissed at the towing company. I'm like, "This is so ghetto. And then, yeah, they're like, OK, um, we're going to just, you know, tow it somewhere else. And then they told me that there was going to be a fee for it. And I'm like, "Huh? I'm paying for that because th- I didn't do that, first of all. And then, yeah, they, like, delivered my parents' IDs and stuff, and I'm just like, wow, this is just, like, a shit show. Like, I even drove all the way to the place to see my car, and that's when I found out that someone stole my sunglasses so whoever did that and you're listening I fucking hate you, you're so mean that shit was like almost $200 but whatever, like you couldn't have stolen the freaking Adidas shoes in the back or something, like you had to go steal my sunglasses but yeah, all that happened that took about like 4 months (laughs) like literally 4 months Um, and then I just know I was just so upset, I was just so mentally unhappy that I just needed to get the fuck out of Toronto And I just went back to Taiwan for a few weeks to kind of be in Zen and came back. Still emotional wreck, but it was good to kind of spend time with family. And a few months later, I got, you know, figured out the whole car situation and never been better. (laughs) This all happened like the past few months, actually. But, um that was definitely a most fucked up time in my life. I was definitely a wreck. Um, I was like very, very, um, emotional most of the days. And like, I feel like my coworkers knew, my friends knew, and it was just a very stressful time in my life. I've never been that stressed. And it's just, everything was kind of bottled on me. And after everything was figured out, there was a big of stress that came off of me and is very good and <laughs> we entered 2020 and look at what's been happening in the past six months but yeah that was a very fun story um, I feel like I definitely cried a little bit throughout it um this week's episode was definitely a lot more touching but I definitely just wanted people to know that I have feelings too you know <laughs> like I am always happy I'm always trying to be positive vibes you know keep up the good you know energy um it's just sometimes it's just very tiring and I try to be the happiest person I can be but you know sometimes it's just got to be in my feels sometimes and that's what I am doing right now I'm in my feels and um for those who always kind of keep me up and keep me positively spirited I fuck with you guys, love you guys a million times. And for those who just met me and those who are listening who've never known me before, this is who I am. And I'm not upset that these things happened to me. I'm very happy that they did um, because they definitely shaped me into a whole different person. I feel like I am definitely stronger. I have a more different mindset, a more positive mindset. And it's definitely changed me, these events. like Things happen life happens and when it does all you can really do is just live life and hopefully you have a really good support system whether it be your family or whether it be your friends it's just shit sucks sometimes especially now like everything that's been happening the past few months past few weeks as well uh, I just want everyone to be in positive you know keep a positive mindset you know not everything is negative and just support people in good ways you know don't bash on people and yeah this is really an emotional podcast (laughs) don't really open up like this to people but I feel like this is a great way to kind of express my feelings kind of share my you know my side of life that I don't really talk about and yeah (laughs) it's really fun um And just remember to kind of check up on people, you know, say what's good, what's popping, even if they don't check up on you automatically, you know, be the bigger person and do that shit. Because I'm telling you a message. Could you really change someone's life? And that's what we're doing right now, you know, (laughs) bringing positive vibes only. But anyways, thank you so much for listening. It's almost 2 a.m. right now. This is a really fast recording. Um, I feel like I've shared a lot of stuff that people don't know. I hope you learned a lot of stuff in this podcast. And can't wait to hear from you guys. See what kind of um, topics you want to speak of. Next week, I think I'm going to interview people. um, Maybe interview a coworker of mine. I don't know, but we'll figure it out. It's a week away. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. See you soon. Stay safe if you're protesting, okay? Love y'all. Bye.